Bam. Record a start. Start yeah, we're recording. Yep. And then um we're good. we're good. We can get started. Yep. And is anyone gonna do this intro for Randy? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're not going to do the Randy. Yeah, we're, we're not going to do the do Randy. Like a, like Let's a do it like this. Let's do it like this. Randy, kick us off. Ah, fuck. Ah, he he's not show. here. Yeah, he's busy getting lit up at fucking Met League practice right now. <laughs> so, what's up, guys? How you guys been? All right, all right so, man. I've been all right. Obviously, all the right. main question that we've been getting is. Yo, and I, I, I've been getting a lot of texts. I miss the Fry Guys podcast. And I'm telling them, like, yo, I'm fucking busy right now, you know? What's now good? they realize how good the Fry Guys podcast is. Because when we leave, all of a sudden, they're fucking begging yeah. us to start dropping episodes. So guess what? We're men, we're men of the people, and we're back. Yeah, Thanks. We're- to, and I'll say this. I'll give Lou props. I don't give Lou a lot of props. You know, I like to, I like to bust his chops about the Yankees a lot. But he's the reason I'm sitting here today. Because if it wasn't for him, I'd probably be <laughs> sulking about the fact that my freshman baseball team lost today. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad to be back in the podcast game, yeah, talking my shit, venting out, and taking my mind off freshman baseball for about you know you fifty to. Or you would be giving up. Uh, what is it? Uh, just okay home runs, and I'm gonna be that show. too. I haven't been playing as much as I, as I used to either. I, know. I mean, hey, boys, I mean, look, the word consistency is not in the word fry guys. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's we, were, not. we were off the air for four years. So for all the listeners, a couple of weeks is nothing. Right. Right. Yo, Pat, good point. Really good point there. But we, we got, we got some new stuff coming, uh, you know, in the, in, in the future that I'm exp- excited to let everyone know about. Um, I wanted to kind of start the show off uh, with a little question for the guys. Like uh, I keep seeing everywhere I go, I'm walking down Hoboken, walking down my new town, Fort Lee. I keep seeing uh, Crocs everywhere. Uh, what do you guys think about this new Crocs? Uh, you know, you know they, they, they're flying off the shelves of, uh, essentially. Apparently their sales is up about 60% compared to last year. What's the reasoning um, though? Like today was the first day I heard about it. I had the news on it and they mentioned it quickly. Um, and I was like, Crocs, like. So I remember the. the was it because of Post Malone? Yeah, he had like his Post own Malone. Crocs, Luke Combs. Like, what's yeah, up? I don't what, know. What, what, why? 64% boost in sales over the course of the first fiscal quarter. And Is it like GameStop? What's up? Is it like GameStop? Like the Reddit well, people GameStop. are like, yo, today's the day we're getting Crocs. GameStop literally didn't earn anything more than last year they just literally went off craze you know like the off the wall street bets just rose it up so they that that's like the craziness about gamestop is that there was nothing fiscal to back up the rise in stock price at least these guys are showing that motherfuckers is out here buying it left and right and um i don't know do you like crocs first of all let, let, let's start there would, would you ever wear crocs um I've never owned a pair. I've also never worn a pair, so I can't really knock it. Um, but like, I just don't see a, a, a situation where I would be in Crocs. So, yo, can't see any when, point in my life. Like, mm-hmm. when wow. Crocs first dropped, right? That was a long time ago, obviously. But I viewed it as like shoes that you wear at like the pool, right? That like they can get wet and shit yeah. like that. 
Yeah. Like now it's almost like taking that full, it's almost came full circle to the point where it's like almost like people wear it for style now. Am I wrong in saying that? No, I think you're right. I mean, there's a lot of like weird styles. I had someone message me today, like and saying, Joe, you're, you might even know better than me. Like the style now for like the kids in, in school is like oversized sweats and sweatshirts kind of well, like yeah, bummy like looking that, like the emo kids yeah 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 like they used to be well yeah. Yeah, oversized crazy. shirts seem to be the new the new style i mean listen i'm, I'm not wearing oversized uh oversized shirts uh, well for some reason oversized like yo our boy jake paul wears oversized shirts all the time pat you yeah, know yeah. that's, that's true i mean when i was a freshman in high school i wore like triple xl t-shirts but like it wasn't fucking cool <laughs> i just, just look like a you're alone uh, Hey, Pat, I, look, we, I just look like a, a white boy that didn't know what the fuck he was doing with his life. But Pat, we've been trendsetters for a long time now. So, I mean, you were just way ahead of your time. But I, I, I don't know about that one, Joe. I think you give us way too much credit. <laughs> but as far as Croc goes, so like Lewis brought it up to us because I didn't even really know it became like the new thing. Yeah. But when Lewis said it, like, yo, Crocs are like starting to gain some traction, I realized because obviously I coach freshman baseball. Yeah, you and should I know realize. these things. You should be like kind of ahead of the curve because that's true. I just don't really pay attention, like yeah, 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 just, yeah. You know, but like I realize, like a lot of kids on my team are showing up to games in Crocs. So like it's true. Like Crocs is like I don't know like the age group that Crocs are like becoming popping, but like I think it's like across the board. I honestly would. I like Crocs. I've always liked Crocs. I think the only reason why I've never owned a pair of Crocs is off pure laziness and maybe like when i was younger and i you know i, I probably didn't buy them because you know i didn't want to be judged for wearing crocs and that's that's you know that's my fault that that's bad on me but i for some reason i've always liked crocs so i'm gonna make it my 2021 resolution i'm gonna buy some crocs but now you know i'm i'm a fake you know i'm a i'm like you know I'm not, I, there's no backing on that that purchase you know yeah i'm hopping on the wave like i, I i've always liked crocs but there's nothing and, wrong with that like there's nothing wrong with hopping on the wave like yo bro if it's if it's what's in then why not like you know what i mean like why didn't i buy it 3 years ago when i like crocs cuz it wasn't cool it just wasn't cool or just like not, yo not original that, that means i'm not cool you're not. <laughs> I'm not cool. You're just hopping on the trends. Dude, I, I need I needed validation before making the purchase. And does anything I buy, did, did I buy this shirt? Because I saw it. On, I mean, no, but in, deep inside, maybe I did. I mean, I give it a couple of weeks and you're going to be doing the TikTok dances with Lil Huddy. That's true, you're too. Ha- you're hopping on the trends. Yeah, man. Holy smokes. I'll say this, too. I mean, yo, when I'm in the mood to like, because I'm like. I feel like as far as like, I'm not like someone that's out there trying to be like fashion, like fucking like trying to look fly and shit. Mm -hmm. But when I do, I'll just look around. Like I look around Instagram, see what like the cool people verified on on Instagram are wearing. And I'll I'll look at what they tag. Like, for instance, Travis Kelsey gets pretty fly. I'll look at the fucking brands he tags on Instagram and I'll fucking go look at their website and see if they got anything that are reasonable price. Now the issue becomes Travis Kelsey's paying like a thousand dollars. I also think Joe, you're like uh, the type who, you're just like, you don't have the time to really go hard at finding, you know, nice fits. So yeah. like you, you just, all right, I want, I need a fit to go out. 
I'm going to go yeah. check it out. You know, like, yeah, that's like, kind of like the lazy way to go about it. Yeah. Like I'm the dude that I'll just throw on a jersey and go yeah, out. Yeah. You no, know? well, you know, that's just me, man. But everybody I mean, has Joe, you're a lot of things. I wouldn't say you're the flyest guy I know. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing with Joe is no. I feel like he could pull off a lot of trends that a lot of other people can't. I think, yeah, I, think, got- I think Joe does definitely is diverse. His style is like, mm-hmm. you know, I could see a lot of people wearing the stuff you wear. You know, you, you see, here's something I'll say like about my boy look or anything like that. I'm very comfortable in my own skin. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll go out there and rock whatever the fuck I feel like it. And I'll feel good about it. I bought some Miami Cuban link chains the other day because I was bored. <laughs> I saw Jake Paul rocking them. And I say, you know what? I'm going to rock them too. So I got a couple pairs of uh, Cuban link chains. And I'm going to fucking nice. this summer, 2021, like Pat says, it's going to be the summer of our lives. I'm going to have on multiple. I'm not talking one. I'm going to have on multiple Cuban link chains all summer long with my A's hat and my shades. Probably be- even a hood like this. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna ask Randy to bring uh, one of those uh, guns that check the uh, legit checks those chains. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this: they aren't. They aren't fucking twenty five cents from the from the bicycle racks. All right. They aren't that, but they aren't. They aren't a grand each either. Yeah, boys. Some of our lives, Joe. You just mentioned it. I'm a little worried, boys. I had a tough day. I spent a lot of money today when I probably shouldn't have. On what, bud? Um, a lot of surfing shit a Sur- lot of surfing shit Sur- i got yeah surfing i got i had a, a, a wetsuit delivered today and i put it on and i've never felt more at home in my life i felt like this is what i was put on this earth to do i feel like i feel like i'm a surfer i feel like that's the guy i gotta be in life so what did i do i go on some surfing websites and i just bought a shitload of things more wetsuits boots hoods clothes I heard I heard good things about wetsuits. It, it, it even helps, um, you know, the cold, hundred uh, percent. Like you could even winterize. Like there, there's there's actually like these winterized wetsuits. And I had uh, my boy from work says he he surfs during the the cold months, and it's like yeah, it's interesting you say that, Lou. Um, yeah, it's it's funny you say that, Lou, because like that's actually the sole purpose of wetsuits to keep you warm. <laughs> Um, so I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, it's essentially to uh, yeah. Please let people know because I'm sure most people don't know this. Because well, just listening that, to the word wetsuit, I think it's just to keep you dry, but it's not to keep you dry. I mean, you're in the ocean, it's not gonna keep you dry, like <laughs> you're gonna get wet, like it goes under your sleeves, like but yeah, I mean in the winter here in here in New Jersey is the best time to surf, but like it's also 30 degrees in the water, so you gotta uh, if if you want hyperthermia, yeah, I guess you can just go in there, but that makes sense. But, uh, you know, you see, need some wetsuits. That makes sense because, so, for instance, my, my one sister went to Monmouth University, and that's obviously on the beach or, and all that shit. Um, and I remember going down there in, like, I think it was, like, March or so around. So it's still cold out. And I saw people surfing in the water on the beach. And I remember thinking, like, those dudes are definitely cold as fuck but now it makes sense they were definitely wearing those those fire wetsuits that keep you warm yep so they're good they're chilling yeah boys i think i think the last time we did a pod i had my uh my first surfing session following day or something like that mm-hmm. following week the last um, one we did was what the fucking mlb preseason show yeah it's been a minute yeah it's been like 
a little more than about a month. So it hasn't been. Nah, it's been it hasn't weeks. been four years. It hasn't been no, four no, no. years. Early early April, we did. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely hasn't been four years, but it's been some time, you know. Yeah, I had a, I had my first surfing but session. It's, wild. It's good too, though, because I think we need a break. Because if you think about it too, and I'm talking off the top of my head right now, mm-hmm. yo, the first month, the first two months, we were really grinding. We were going two episodes a week. We were going one episode and then Pigs Pod every week, and we were grinding hard. Yeah. And then we built up to the to the fight to the you know the 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 uh, PlayStation fight. <laughs> and then after that, I mean, we we've, we've definitely taken a bit of a relaxation. Um, but I mean, listen, I mean, hey, we we, we, we just have- use the Aaron Judge excuse: too much travel. Exactly. You know, we need a load management, bro. LeBron James, we needed some load management. Dude, the NBA. The NBA's fucked. <laughs> well, oh, hold on. Oh, as Nick fans, as Nick fans, oh, yeah. it's pretty good to watch the Knicks right now. I love the way they – and, yo, bro, they play like a New York team. Like, they don't take days off. They play hard every night. They fucking – they play 48 minutes. You know, like, they're not – and their coach is a fucking maniac. Like, yep. yo, it's New York basketball on top of that. That's one of the my favorite uh, Joe Judge quotes when he first got hired. He was like, we're going to play like our city. You know, we're going to play yeah. like New York. And, you know, that shit, you know, really being us being from Jersey slash, you know, five miles away from New York, that shit resonates, man. That shit. And, new, and you know, quickly we're doing it. We're doing it the right way. If oh, I that think, guy. Like the Knicks are doing it the right way. It and, took them long enough, you know, like it really did. It, it took them a minute. Yeah. But finally, they're doing it the right way. And they got a coach that like legitimately knows basketball. Like, and I hate to talk shit about coaches that aren't with us no more. But that guy before us that wore the glasses and tried to look fly on the on the on the sidelines every every game. Dude, he was ass. Like <laughs> right away, I didn't like him. He was. You know, he but, was brought on to try to fucking take the shortcuts and sign LeBron James. You don't fucking yeah. do it that way. No, not at all. And but think about this: Tibbs got fired from not only the Chicago Bulls, but from the Minnesota Timberwolves. So Wait, like, mm-hmm. is, so but I mean, just because he's fired somewhere else doesn't mean yeah that those organizations made a good move. And here's my thing about Tibbs, though. For one, the the Bulls, he got fired from the Bulls. I don't even know if he got fired, but I'm guessing he did. The Bulls run ended because. It's almost like Girardi leaving the Yankees. Like, his time just ran out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, he mm-hmm. had his time frame to win a championship. He didn't. Rose, obviously, is not the same player that he used to be. Whatever. The they stud, cleared, You know, they cleared bait. Yeah, he was a stud. He was still a stud, Still is, kind of. Okay. Then, yeah, he's still good. He's still good. Then the T-Wolves come around, right? And that organization just sucks. Yeah. And, like, that organization just absolutely sucks. You know. So they let him go. And then, yo, the Knicks lucked out. I mean, everyone, holy shit. Everyone, every organization, every team, every fan makes always thinks when when this new, when this coach is out and we get a new coach, we're gonna be this much better. Hundred percent. Ever thinks when we get this new coach, we're gonna be worse than where we are today. 100%. And that's probably what happened with the, with, with the Bulls. The Bulls haven't been good since. And that's mm-hmm. what's happened with the Timberwolves. They haven't been good since. They went backwards as soon as Tibbs left. And, you know, I'm glad the Knicks had the, you know, the balls to 
make the move and give them another shot and yeah. not listen to two organizations who made mistakes, you know? Well, yo, here's the other thing too. Like I'm obviously a Jets fan and like, I guess we can start to transition into the draft, but like I'm a Jets fan. And like, I always see on Twitter, like Jeff fans always hyping up the next transition. And like, it's like a cycle, like every three years, the new transition starts. And, and then I see on Twitter them hyping up every reason why the next transition is going to work. And like, yo, it never fucking works. Yeah. Like, I don't get my hopes up. Anymore. Why things, uh, this might not work, you know, instead of yeah. why it's going to work. You got these guys who like, who like become somehow become spokespersons for the team on Twitter, start telling you why it's going to work. And then two years later, they're telling you why the next thing's going to work. Yeah, it, it almost feels like bad, like a toxic relationship, right? Yeah, it's just, I mean, listen. I don't get my hopes up anymore. Listen, I'm I'm excited that the Jets. I feel like you know they have an opportunity to be good with the amount of draft picks they have. Yeah. But I never got my hope up my hopes up because I know that you know history says we're not going to be good. Yeah. Well, let's focus on our first round uh, picks. Uh, you you'd you'd be first, but yours is kind of on the boring end because we already yeah. know. Yeah. But are you excited for him? Right. Yeah, I mean, listen, when before Zach Wilson was the lock to be the pick, I was on board with him. Remember, we we talked about it on an episode once. I was on board with Zach Wilson before yeah. he was like the sure thing. I just think his ceiling is very high. Obviously, it's a little risky because he's like a, a freelance type of player. Mm-hmm. But that's the guy I want. Um, we'll see what happens. I think at the end of the day, like you see with Josh Allen, like if you have the right coaching, you'll be good. But you know, that's still if if Adam Gase was Josh Allen's coach, he'd be out of the league right now. So yeah. let's hope that, you know, New York is kind to this man. <laughs> the kids Listen, got swag, though. You can't teach that. He kind of yeah. has that like, um, man, I'm I'm blanking on the word like a charisma. Flair. He kind of has like a Flair charisma too, yeah. flair, like Clint Frazier. that like Sam Darnold never had that. Like he was just kind of boring. Exactly. Yeah. that I think that hurt Darnold, too, because he didn't have that swag to him. Yeah, and like kind of had like that, like, like too conservative, like too much of like a good boy, and like, you know, once he said he was seeing ghosts and it was mic'd <laughs> up on ESPN, like that was it for him. He was yeah. Dead. But let's be honest, uh, any 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 uh, look at Eli. He he did it in New York, and he's the biggest dork you've ever met in your yeah, life. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's all about how uh, how well you play on the field, and he just didn't do it. And we'll see. I mean, I'm kind of happy that the Jets walked away from that situation and they're giving this guy, you know, the, the reins. They had to. They had to start fresh. You know, Darnold was his contract is running up. It's almost time to either extend him or move on. Yeah. They had no choice. Listen, he may he may go to the Panthers and be a stud. It yeah. still doesn't mean he was he was uh it wouldn't have worked in New York. Right. Yeah, it still, yeah it still doesn't mean they should have kept him. Yeah. You know, it, it was time to move on and and start fresh. And now it's their job to make sure that Zach Wilson plays well. So yeah. we'll see. Just tell Zach Wilson not to eat any hot dogs on the sidelines. You don't want to end up like Mark Sanchez. Yo, honestly though, I don't mind that because that Jets team had a swagger to them. Like Rex Ryan brought like a swagger. Why did Jets rip Mark Sanchez? Because here's what happened with the Jets. You know, they made it to -to back-to-back AFC championships. Rex Ryan was obviously capable of winning. Yeah. They got out of hand. They started making moves that weren't necessary. They signed guys like Tim Tebow and shit. 
Yeah. And it just wasn't necessary. And then things started to pile on. The owner got impatient. He brought in a GM that didn't know what he was doing. And then everything just fell out of fucking, you know, whatever. I don't know the word I'm looking for. Everything just fell out of place. And, you know, the Jets, you know, had no choice but to fire Rex Ryan. And since then, we've been ass. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the Falcons. What do you got for us, Pat? Man, um, the draft's it, a weird time, man. The draft's a weird I, time. I mean, if we're looking at Mel, Ky- Mel Kiper and Todd McShay, you know, two top dogs, yeah. they got um, you guys taking a tight end, all both of them. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like kind of the safe pick. I don't know. I try not to pay attention to these mock drafts or anything. Yeah. I feel like everybody thinks they're an expert in Well, those two guys have been doing it for years. We, we can trust Yeah, but them. like – I don't know. I feel like on draft day, things always change. Um, Kyle Pitts, Florida. I mean, he's that kid. I've never seen him play. I, he seems like a seems like a stud. Everybody wants him. Yeah. Um, so, so, Pat, I mean, it'd be cool to get him. But I, don't I have think, two questions for you. I have two questions. Away. Number one, do you think they trade out of the pick? And number two, if they don't trade out of the pick, are they definitely no questions asked taking Pitts? All right. So, do they trade away? Ah, uh, honestly, I would put it if I had to guess like 50 50 right now. If somebody comes to comes to them with a big offer, they are listening to offers. Um, but I heard the asking price is a lot. Um, uh, I think the Lions may have tried to trade up, um, and they weren't having it. What? Um, so maybe if we got like an extra first round pick at next year, um, but I don't know. I think it's the so asking Ryan price is, is the guy, Matt Ryan is the guy moving forward. Well, we just restructured his contract, so he's now being paid more over his next three years um, that he would be like this specific season. So we're pretty much stuck with him for three years. And I'm not necessarily mad at that. I think Matt Ryan can still ball. Yeah, you don't think he's a problem? No, I ah, think Matt yeah. Ryan's solid. I mean, okay. the, guy, the guy's played with a half-decent defense once in his career, and he went to the Super Bowl that year. So, yeah, I mean, the defense has always been the problem with the Falcons. So, so I don't real, know. We'll see. So, real quick, it's Trevor Lawrence 1, Zach Wilson 2, Justin Fields 3. I don't, I, sure don't think, Fields I, is three? I don't think Fields is three. I think Trey Wait. Lance is. Three. No, Mac Jones. No, Mac Jones. Lance. I'm going Trey Lance. I'm saying Mac Jones goes number three. I'm almost positive he's going three. I like Fields. Uh, I'm a I, Fields. Wow. Fields doesn't feel like Haskins at all. You, he did it in the big games. I'm a big believer of when the big game, the guys who do it in the big games, they, they're going to show up. Uh, you know, guys, guys didn't believe in Deshaun Watson when he was killing it in Clemson. And yeah. I kind of feel that same little, like this guy did it in the big games. So that's, and I, I I'll get to my giants, but in a second, so five, since I hold on before you, before you go there, Lou, I got, I got to break it. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. All right. So five, since he's taking an offensive tackle, I guess the best guy, Penne Sewell. Who do you uh, have taking the offensive tackle? Cincy to protect Burrow. Okay. Uh, Miami Dolphins, six. McShay says Jamar Chase, who I agree is the best wide receiver. He's in, a stud. In this draft class and should be the first one off the board. I wish the Giants had that luxury, but it's going to be Miami, um, who most likely, and that's uh, via the Eagles. Um, this, this is a, this is, you know, this article, Kuiper decides to, uh, pick the Patriots to trade up and take Detroit's pick and take Mac Jones. 
Um, so that's what Kuiper believes will, will happen. Um, eight, another offensive tackle to the Panthers. Nine, Trey Lance to the Broncos. That's fun. And then 10, Patrick. The Broncos, Broncos draft like a quarterback every year. It's like, ah, new guy. Let's try a new one. <laughs> Let's try someone else. <laughs> they got the, the, the longtime defensive player over there. And they have Elway, right? And Elway. Was, did and, they draft Paxton Lynch? That was them, right? Yeah, yeah. he was terrible. <laughs> and they just traded for Teddy Bridgewater today. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They're just trying it all, man. Yeah, so, I don't bring know. Them all in. Yeah, I don't know. That's such a good football town, too, man. Mile high. Yeah. I don't know. I think so. Personally, I believe Mac Jones is going three. He's the odds on favorite. He's a pretty heavy favorite to go I'm three scared, from man. Vegas right two now. Stud wide receivers. So, how much was it, Mac Jones? I don't know. I, I got to agree with you, Lou. I mean, Alabama is the best football oh, program on the planet. Man. Like, you got and, the stud defense. You have, you, have the, you have the best player in the nation at every position. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared of Alabama um, quarterbacks. Tua hasn't really proven it. And he didn't yeah. have he didn't have two stud wide receivers like this. Yeah, guy. when was the last NFL Alabama quarterback? Yeah. It'd be good. Joe Namath. Damn, that's a long time. I really don't know who was that's before a long that. time. I can't think of any. So I know um, Joe Namath played at Alabama. This draft is going to be fun because uh, Dallas picks right before the Giants. So here's something I want to say. Two things now. Now that you bring up Dallas, there's been a lot of rumors that Jerry Jones is in love with Kyle Pitts and he wants to trade up to get him. I don't think it's going to happen because it'll just cost way too much, obviously. But I had a Giants fan text me today, all Mm -hmm. right? A guy that I went to college with and, you know, obviously, you know, um, he's a big sports fan and whatnot. So, um, so he texted me and he said, you know, he was asking me questions about like gambling perspectives because he's not a gambling guy or whatever. And he knows that I am and shit. Mm-hmm. So whatever, not to toot my own horn too much, but he was like, listen, what's the, what's the word on, I think he's talking Jalen Waddle. Let me go back to these texts right now, actually. It was 11.5 for um, Devontae Smith. That's the Alabama wide receiver, correct? Mm-hmm. The Heisman. That's mm-hmm. the Heisman winner. He goes, Devontae Smith's number is 11 and a half. He was like, he just wanted to make sure what the over and under meant. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, so what? what's your pick? He goes, under. And he was like, yo, if, if Gettleman doesn't take that kid, at, at Giants have 11. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said to me, if Gettleman doesn't take that kid at 11, I'm going to be mad or some shit. Yeah. And I said to him, I'm like, you sure they're not going to go O-line? Because I've been hearing rumblings of, of Gettleman going O-line. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's a crapshoot. No one knows for sure. Because um, mm-hmm. a lot of things change, man. You never know. Devontae Smith might not be there. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of – Devontae uh, – first of all, uh, McShay has Dallas taking Patrick certain – the second from Alabama. That's why I want. That's why I want the Falcons to take. Dude, I um, who's that? Do you remember he's the he's corner a, from Alabama? Yeah, he's all S. Uh, all SEC he's stud. Top. Okay, that's a player. He he's Best he's one of those players that like was so good that he has no highlights because no one threw at him. No, wait, wait. The wait, next D Milner. But wait, if you look up certain, how do you? I, I don't even know how to say his name. Certain, he got. Smash. I mean, he got pretty burnt by um, uh, Jamar Chase. 
in, in a big game in in, in SEC. Uh, what was that two years ago? Was it two years ago? Jamar Chase didn't play this past year. Yeah, that was two years ago. So he did he he did have a year to get better, I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping Dallas makes that pick. Um, so the John, I really want the Giants to go wide receiver. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll talk about the, they got the Giants taking Devontae Smith and then Philly ending up with Jalen Waddle right after. And those two Alabama guys back to back. That's probably history right there. Alabama wide receivers mm-hmm. back to back that early. But um, yeah, if I had to choose between the two, freaking tough question. But I would probably do Devontae Smith only because the route running. Those are stuff that, you know, guys just have it or they don't. Um, he is small, but, um, you know, everyone can hit weights. I like the what I like what he's saying, too. I like, you know, he's like, I don't Who's know how small I am. Uh, yeah, Smith. The guy won the Heisman and still has to defend himself because he's about a hundred. He's like a buck seven. Oh, and also on top of that, signing uh, Galladay is a big move because he's your number one. So yeah. if you were to sign Smith, he's your number two. And the fact that he's small, if you truly wanted to, you could put him in the slot. Yeah. So you and the Giants already have good wide receivers. So it's just adding. And now's the time where you figure out is Daniel Jones the quarterback or not. So you got to put some talent around him. Saquon's coming back. Um, I think it makes sense to take him. Now, if Gettleman went online, I wouldn't be surprised either. But um, I do believe it's time to take a shot with a guy like Devonte Smith. So yeah, I don't, I don't think O-line was our issue last year. I'm going to be honest. We always tend the giants, especially always tend to blame the line and it's been bad in the Eli, the late Eli. Definitely. You know why though? The but, Giants Super Bowl runs have always been structured around good defense, good uh, offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously Eli who showed up when it was time to show up. So that's just like the giant way. Like you talk old school giant football, you're talking good defense Mm -hmm. and you're talking good offensive line play and a quarterback that does what he needs to do. So that's why like the giant fan wants them to build it that way again. And I think Gettleman, yo, he gets a lot of slack, but he's kind of restructured the team to the point where they're in position now. Yeah. You know, they have a decent foundation. Yeah, we also don't... did already sign a cornerback, a really good one from Detroit, was it? Um, to add to Bradbury, who had a great year last year. Yeah, um, Bradbury's good. And, um, and uh, I think the Giants are a solid team. Like, if you get Saquon back and he performs like Saquon should play, Dory Jackson. Mean, by that, way. That's a that's, that's a good, was, that's a yeah. good team, man. Like yeah. when you lose him to injury and your best receiver is Golden Tate, like it's tough. Yeah. To- it's tough it was, to do things. on Wide receivers were getting no separation. It was a bunch of throws, like timing throws, that you hope are, are getting tight windows. It was not good. And honestly, a big, big, big letdown was um, uh, our wide receiver that I named my my fantasy team. Shepard? No, no, no. Shepard. Oh, Slayton. Slater. Slayton. Slayton. Slater. Yeah. Um, he should have. We we feel I feel like he he had an opportunity after his rookie year to really continue the you know his momentum and become a good you know 
uh, at least a number two, you know, and he just wasn't, he's not that. That's not who he is. He's a deep threat that, you know, he'll have some nice catches, but he's not someone you can rely on week, week in, week out. So let's hope for the best. Uh, it's, it's a fun fucking day. I can't wait for tomorrow night. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Praise the, and then, and, and then it all, it's always feel good. You get, you, you know, all these people are getting their dreams, their dreams come true. Exactly. And let's not forget that my Jets have two picks either. Yeah. I just don't know who we're taking with that second pick because it's like in the 20s. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, um, anyways, uh, let's revert to uh, some baseball talk. Um, right now, oh, boys, I'm going to be back in one second. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so the Yankees are up seven uh, nothing. So things are looking bright, right, Pat? Um, on the brighter side compared to where we were, definitely. Um, it looks like Joe, uh, I was about to say Joe Girardi. Oh my God. Aaron Boone is finally managing. He's switching up the lineup. Uh, he's not going with Aaron Hicks at, uh, in the three hole. That's a freak <laughs> loss. He's, um, he's moved John Carlo to the two hole, which I am like, wow, what a great move. You're going to give him some protection. You know, they're not going to be throwing, a bunch of sliders and, uh, you know, with, with no one behind them, they, they, no one wants, everyone still fears judge. He still has respect. So, um, what do you think about the Yankees? recently? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess they're playing a little bit better. I mean, look, they're playing the Orioles right now, but yeah, I, when I watched them, I don't see a, a championship caliber team. Yeah. Um, they just, to me, they have no energy. They got nothing that really like separates them from the pack. Yeah. Um, they look like, I'm sure there'll be a good team at the end, by the end of the year, um, but they just they don't look like a team to to win it all by any means. They don't have the pitching for it, first of all. Um, yeah, the rotation there's just nothing there uh, besides Cole, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I don't know the bullpen's shaky. Um, they got like a couple of good arms, but they got a couple guys that yeah, I right. don't know probably shouldn't be on the team. But Nelson. who who am I? Oh, yeah, that guy stinks. But who am I? Who am I to judge? Have you ever seen a Daredevil? on netflix no i have not fuck there's another joke i can't tell um if anyone any listeners watch he looks like the lawyer from daredevil with his blonde hair but um i don't know man like i think i think the team's gonna have to make a lot of moves to get into the position to be a championship caliber team yeah but i don't know if they'll do that it doesn't seem like that's the mo for this kind of with these yankees these days so all right so um This is definitely not a likable Yankee team. I yeah, think they're boring. They're just boring. Feel that way. <laughs> yeah, and there's just a lot of guys who are underachieving that you 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 remember those feelings that you had about Glaber. You remember those feelings you had about Gary, and they're not coming to fruition. So you're kind of finally accepting the truth. You're 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 done denying what's right in front of you, and that's happening in 2021. Higashioka is my my new favorite love him. Catcher. Love that guy. That guy, that is a lunch pail guy. That guy shows up first, he leaves last, and it, the, it's paying off for him. Guy, you love that guy. You tell him, dude, what's up? Are you thirsty? You need some water? I got you because because you're a good fucking guy. You know what he's going to say? Though? He's like, nah, I'm going to use the public water fountain. <laughs> so <laughs> I roll. So uh, He's going to say, you got a hose? Give me a hose. Yeah. <laughs> um, third, Gio's still the man. Gio's still doing his thing. Uh, he's, he's surprising not- me. Uh, good looking cat, Colombian. Like I, I, every every day, I just like, what the fuck? This guy's from Colombia and he's playing baseball for the Yankees. That's awesome. Um, Glaber, 
he's in the wrong position. He's in the wrong position. And, you know, this is the end of April, so we can start making these calls. And it's, I, I hope that it doesn't mess up his batting, but it's probably is the fact that he's in the wrong position. Man, that should Clint Frazier. I mean, what's wrong with him? He's what's wrong down. with Clint Frazier? Dude, I know. He cried for years about this opportunity. He finally gets it and does nothing with it. Today, he hit a home run on the break. Finally. Yes. Yeah, no. So, listen. Let's think of like the way our parents, our, our dads watch baseball, right? It's an old school <laughs> mentality, right? It's very old school. At least for, at least I'm speaking for my dad. Same. Very old Same. And he hates Clint Frazier. Hates him. He's like, this guy's striking out. You see him in left field smiling and shit. <laughs> He's like fucking pissed. Yeah. Uh, and, and listen, listen, nobody's more critical of the Yankees than me. And I know I get a lot of heat from the Yankee fans. Lou is one of them. He's he's the he's their uh, it's critical know, and trolling is he's their good. leader. But listen, you know, listen, this isn't your 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 old school Yanks, man. It's just yeah. not, and I'm not happy with it. You know, yeah. so that's why I've came out and and criticized them plenty of times. And to uh, to the is it dismay, Pat? Am I using the right vocab to the dismay of many Yankee fans? I, to be honest, I don't think it is a dismay. I don't. No. I, I think a lot of Yankee fans agree with you. I but, yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think you're alone on that ship. I think a lot of Yankee fans are 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 this year are you know their their fanship is uh, is being tested. I just think they get too many. They get too many breaks. Too many times we hear like oh you know oh, right. we've heard this a million times, Joe. You know, which is too many. They give me, you know, Brian Cashman should be fired. No, no, no. I'm not saying he should be fired. I'm saying he should be held accountable. All right. Not all of his moves are good, you know, but that's just me. I feel like a lot of the guys in the Yankees have, have a leash a little too long and they don't, they, they I mean, you got Eric Boone as the manager who babies everyone. That's the, that's issue. the you know, that that's is the issue. And our issue, Buck Walter should be our manager. Yo, you took the words out of my mouth. I would love that. That is the fucking guy. I had a conversation with, I think it was Leary actually, but you know, when we were going to the Yankee, to the Rangers game last week, yo, Buck Walter is the guy. Yeah. He knows the fucking game. He'll manage the shit out of the team and he'll hold fucking guys accountable, which listen, I think part of the reason Girardi was fired was because guys like judge didn't like the fact that he held that. them accountable. I don't know about but, it. It was judge. Here's why though. Here's why I say judge I think right? they were defending Gary. after the, the Indian series when, when Girardi fucked up and didn't challenge that play. Remember the, the, um, what was it like the foul home run in the playoffs against the Indians? Okay. Something happened and, and Girardi didn't challenge it, right? So then after the series and the Yankees came back and ultimately won the series, one of the reporters asked Judge, like, you know, did it feel good to win this for Girardi? And, like, Judge, like, didn't give him any props. And I was, like, very surprised because usually you would expect the player to say, like, yo, we really wanted to win this for Coach, blah, blah, blah. And he didn't say that. That's why I kind of single out Judge because – Yo, Girardi, I loved that guy. You ask anybody, I loved Girardi. I think he constantly overachieved. Yeah. And I think he got the raw end of the of the fucking I mean, spirit. in New York especially, you would think that before uh, a manager is fired, the town wants him out. The town didn't want Girardi out. No, nah, nobody wanted him out. And I think Boone, 
I think Boone has underachieved year oh, to year. Absolutely. 100%. The first few years was just get, uh, the team that he was given, and then what has he done with it? Nothing. And last thing anyway, was let, let's not go into a whole Yankee. We're not going to rip the Yankee for 20 One more years. thing. And this isn't really a Yankee bashing. It's just kind of being. Uh, it's, it's becoming. It's becoming the second you, you But here's down. my thing. But they deserve it. Here's no. the last thing I'm going to say. They stink. <laughs> the Yankees have taken a Dodgers approach, kind of in the fact where Dave Roberts just plays the numbers and he just puts guys in and out. But the reason why they can't take the Dodgers approach is because they're not spending the money the Dodgers are spending these days. Yeah. I don't know why, but they decided not to. Yeah. The Dodgers are so deep that they can cruise through the regular season year after year. And the Yankees kind of can they, too. The Dodgers can make those mistakes but they have fucking their 24th and 25th pitcher is a fucking stud. Yeah. Lateral. So like they can make yeah. those and, and even though they're bad decisions, they, they don't lead to bad results because they're, they have studs all. Now, the, but here's the bottom line though. I don't think anybody's worried that the Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs. Right. You got until like June before you start to worry. Right. They're going to make, if the they, playoffs. if they make the, like they're probably going to make the playoffs. Right. But the thing that will start to concern people is you got Garrett Cole, who's obviously a stud. But then after him, who can you rely on? And Kluber looked good yesterday. So, but you're just not sure if he's going to give you that week after week. Guys, yeah. I think you guys are coming back. I think you guys are going. I think you guys are forgot who Domingo Herman is. And he's, he's going to, he's, he's, he pitched shutout six, seven shutout innings today. He pitched great last time. Um, I think Kluber can still do it. I think um, Tyone needs to get the fuck off the team. He is ass. And he, sh- I mean, you get, you gave him a What's shot. What's Severino going to give them when he comes back? Severino's a wild card. I think yeah. he, but he definitely has the talent to do it. So, and you know, Tommy John these days is sometimes a godsend. So yeah, sometimes it treats you good. Sometimes it doesn't treat you good. He hasn't pitched in like three years though. Wild card. I know, but it's okay. Um, I don't know. When, when you come back from Tommy John, I mean, you just don't know, but it could be bad. Yeah. I mean, but I know a picture. Is- Mike Sanders, he never came back. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Sanders. Now, listen, too. I think the Mets have lucked out from the fact that their division is playing so badly. Like, the division is playing very bad right now. Oh, by the way, DeGrom just pitched. One and he night. lost. One nothing loss. I mean, dude. Really? You yeah. can't make this shit up. It is bad. Shut out. It is really bad. What do you guys think the reasoning is that they don't want to give him run support? Uh, it's not that they don't want to. I think it's in the- I don't know. There yeah, might be a reason. Mental. I think it's become mental. Yeah, I really it's do. Really mental. It, it like is bad. It is bad. They do it's not. Like, right. you, you know. You know what the perfect example is? It's like uh, when you let's say you have. Um, we've all been there. This is, this is definitely going to go too far, but I've been in a situation where ah, I can't go there, man. It's too late. You got to say it now. <laughs> I've been in a situation where, like, let's just say I fucked up. Uh huh. You know, I, first time, and I <laughs> fucked up in bed, right? Dude, yeah. that shit's in your head the next few times. Oh, absolutely. So it, so it really, it really, it really, um, you know, uh, what's the word? It really challenges 
whatever's going on. You know, are we going to pull through? Especially when in your head, you know, motherfucker, I'm good at this. So here's a good example. My right? record it has been solid for years, but something's up right here. And now it's gotten into my head. And now I have to like really overcome it. But the Mets haven't been able to do it for years. So here's a good example, right? Obviously, like I've said a bunch of times this podcast, I coach, you know, young kids that play baseball. I coach freshman baseball. And like, obviously, it's it, it's once a kid gets jammed up mentally, they're in trouble. Right. And I could say that from a coaching perspective, I've I've witnessed it a bunch of times where I have a kid who in practice is clean. Right. Makes the plays, makes the throws. Game time comes and he starts to really panic, right? And when you can't play baseball that way, anybody that's played baseball knows that you have to play baseball very smoothly, very nonchalant. Baseball is a game that requires just like technical skill and like just confidence. It's very mentally you can you can fuck yourself up. And like, yo, I have a kid who messes with his own head too much. And and when game time comes, he misses all the throws that he makes every day in practice. And possibly the Mets, whenever DeGrom is pitching, they apply extra pressure to themselves where mm-hmm. they don't take good at-bats anymore. It, it's actually insane to see how they fucking It's such a game of millimeters and that the, the second you're pressing even a little bit, it just throws you completely off. You jam yourself up, man. And that's what the Mets do. It's actually pretty fucking sad. But outside of that, I mean – we, uh, so yes, everyone knows the Mets suck uh, when it comes to the ground pitching, the the lineup at least. Now, does uh, the what, what are we gonna what are we what's the verdict on Lindor? One month in, the guy has not hit for shit. Hey, I said it. I said it before the season started. Forty. So go ahead. I called, I called before the season started. There was an episode, and I think the fourth co-host, guy named Randy, was going off. Oh, we signed Lindor. I was like, listen, the guy's not that good. He's just not. He's just not. Yeah, his his numbers have been going down. If you think that guy is gonna take you over the over the top, you, pal, Randy, bud. But Randy's oh, known for, for for just going off the rails with his thoughts, and especially when it comes to the Mets. It's weird though with Lindor because I don't think he, he's been an All Star, but I don't know if he's ever been a superstar. You know, and only superstars get paid that type of money. Yeah, that's where it gets tricky. Like, I, I think his personality got a lot of that money too, man. He he he's got the attributes of a star. Like, so, don't get me wrong. Like, on him, you know, he's a fucking good ball player. Mm-hmm. But is he in that same tier as like a fucking? I don't even want to say Trout because that's obviously no. But like a Bryce Harper, like I think Harper is a much better player than he is i think a machado is a much better player than no, I, I think i think that they're, they're in the same they're, they're in similar tiers mm. uh, those the, i don't know yeah definitely he's in that tier it's just he's close he's in I like the, he's in like, like tyler wade kind of tier <laughs> new york has murdered careers jacoby ellsbury was murdered by the new york bright lights Jay but dude we're talking murdered. about full pack stands like he hasn't even gotten the half of it yet it's not even the fan oh yeah i mean he hasn't gotten the full thing but it's the media it's the pressure 
It's the pressure that you walk yeah. in the stadium and you know that these games in New York matter more than whatever you were doing. In oh, hundred percent. It's the media capital of the world. Like you're going to be every it was just local. It was just a little every, bubble. Every New York. Yo, every move that you make is, is fucking viewed to the 10th degree. You know, he's out here talking to the media saying, hey, we're going to lose at least 50 games, blah, blah, blah. Nah, man, in New York, that ain't good enough, dude. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you're expected to win every night you go on the field. If you get beat up one day, guess what? You're going to get fucking, you know, you're going to get fucking crucified by the media for it. Knicks win again. That's how it is. Charlotte. So they continue. But you got to give them time, too. I think you got to give them time. Yeah, let's go on a little rapid fire uh, to get through these topics that we wanted to get through because we we spent a lot of time. So um, first thing is, um, what do we got? Summer plans? Anyone have anything that they're looking forward to in the summer? Uh, Yeah, Um, I think think I'm going to be pulling the trigger and and head into this Logan Paul Mayweather fight in Miami. Um, I I think that's going to be a good weekend to be there. Um, oh, yeah. go to the fight. I think I can get tickets probably pretty cheap for that. I'm, I'm thinking Hard Rock Stadium is like huge. What was that, Lou? Oh, oh, just just off like the amount of tickets that will be on sale and shit. Yeah, I mean it's a football stadium. I think it's gonna be 100. I think that's why they're doing it there. Wow. Um, shit. I think a lot of people are gonna be in in Miami that weekend. Oh yeah. Um, I'd watch it. So I might I might be there. It's dangerous. Miami crowded. I try to stay away. From like Memorial Day weekends and shit like that in Miami. But I'm gonna be with Big Mike. I'll be all right. <laughs> I don't know who Big Mike is, but I hope he's got guns or something. Like that. You know, like nah, awesome. he's a good guy. Um, all right. So, uh, anything, Joe, or you're just working on your Yo, fifth honestly, baseball team? I'm just going with the flow, man. Whatever the whatever the boys are doing, I'm rolling with. Well, ho- hopefully, this governor of ours opens up these bars soon, boys. Yeah. And, uh, we can get Yo, after, but us, I don't know. Ruin our fucking while we're here, all of us in this podcast are all fully vaccinated. Yeah. So we're ready to fucking go for this. No, I'm 100% ready to go. I told my, I mean, I was talking to my coworkers and they were like, oh, I hope you're going to be safe because I'm going to Miami in like a few weeks. And I'm like, yo, motherfucker, I'm going crazy. I was 25 years old and I was stuck in my house for a whole year. Yeah, yeah man. I lost a year of our primes. Oh. Dude, the prime of my life, the first time I have some money in my pockets. I got fucking stimulus for no reason. Hey, but it <laughs> I got was Joe good. Biden and money. Trump stimulus money. And I got that's I a good nowhere one. to that's spend it. That's Yo, funny. I got, that's what's weird. I got Biden's stimulus check, but I didn't get Trump's stimulus check. So I don't know what the fuck that was all about. buy the vote. Republicans don't fuck with you, kid. <laughs> you no, know, I don't know what it was. But I think Nancy I Pelosi got, has your stimulus check. I got the latest one, so I'm 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 happy about that. You know. All right. I mean? Anyone have Dogecoin? Nah. I I got I got in at f- around fifty cents. Um, I lost I a lot of money. Fuck. Nah, I'm playing. Oh, you got in at fifty cents. No, fuck I was gonna no. Say 50 cents fuck no. I got in. I got I in had, on beginning of Dodge Day. End of Dodge Day. Oh. Oh man, it was bad. Yeah. Did you see on four twenty? It just went. It just yeah, parted. So funny. Funny story. Uh, 419 i'm on ps uh chat and someone's like yeah, tomorrow's dodge day you guys got to get in on this man it's gonna go it's gonna skyrocket throw 100 on it fucking shit plummeted that's what i'm saying it I went down, down. Man. So, why did i listen to this bullshit 
So oh. I got into the stock market around right when, when GME popped, right? And I thought I was going to know what I was doing. I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. So I took all my money out, thankfully, and fucking got out quick. I realized I didn't know what I was doing, and I got out. Um, bet it then, on a fucking stupid bet and lost it all anyways, but go ahead. Probably. Um, <laughs> but then I fucking, I guess Robinhood gave me five bucks free, and I just put it on Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. So I haven't even looked. I'm just going to let it fucking play yeah, out. Maybe yeah, maybe it's in the I'll, toilet right now. If it hits like a couple grand, going back and then up, I'll take man. it out. Is that is going back up? It, yeah. Now. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, it's at three one. It'll go back up, I think. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Elon if, Musk is is fake, it's, though. He's hosting SNL, and it's going to be completely about Dodgecoin. So he's trying to boost mm. it. And Mark Cuban said something else that he's he's joining SNL or he's joining some other show, and, and he says, "What am I going to talk about? Dodgecoin." So uh, I mean, but there's like, some hype. You never know. It's just fake, though. It's nothing. It has no utility. Yeah, like, what the fuck, what the fuck is Dodgecoin? It's nothing. It's nothing. It has no value. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's literally but a that's joke. what I don't get. Like, what is it? It's just but it's a cryptocurrency. It's still a, cr- a currency, but the the point of can't use it. It was created as a joke, as a meme, on cryptocurrencies. So it's like the, it's literally just people getting in because they want to get in. That is just so wild to me. Yeah. But, but it, it's, I mean, if I look at the market cap of Dogecoin right now, which I'll do real quick. It's like 500 billion. It's crazy amount of money that people have put in. Um, it's at 14 billion. 14, oh, 14. Billion. I was way $14 billion have been put into Dogecoin, which essentially has no purpose, but it's the life we live. Um, real quick, uh, extra innings rule. A month in, are we? Do we? Are we? Are we down? Yes or no? Just quick. I like uh, it. I like. Yeah, it. I really don't care. So don't whatever. Care. I like it. Um, did Bob Gardner pitch a no hitter? Seven innings. Yes. Yes. What about you, Pat? He pitched a no hitter. What seven, happened? In a double. So Bumgarner pitched the first game of a double header, which is seven innings. Uh-huh. Allowed no hits. Would you quantify that as a double as a no hitter? Yeah, I mean, if the game if the game ended and he didn't grab the hit, it's a no hitter. Yeah, right. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, how can it not be a no hitter? Did he give up a hit? No. MLB so no trying to say MLB's trying to say it's not, which is ridiculous. Then what would it be? It's just it's just a great start, I guess. A nice fantasy day. I mean, technically, it was a no hitter. He had no hits. I know. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> <laughs> but they they're against it. I mean, and and. Uh, what what happens if you're if you give up no hits? It's different than giving up no hits and then your game gets rained out and then at past the sixth inning. That, that that's like all right, but you're supposed to pit, uh, pitch three more innings. But this one, he he went into it knowing he was going to pitch seven innings. I don't know, which meant the sixth and seventh inning was probably. But I mean, if that's the if that's the case, then get rid of the fucking uh, yeah. get rid of the seven innings because <laughs> guys can't even get into the record books. Yo. Bottom line, if a seven inning game counts across your record, it should count for anything else that yeah. could possibly happen. What I didn't even know Bumgarner was still pitching. Yeah, he's been a little better. But I mean, is is a no hitter against the Yankees less uh, more valuable than a no hitter against the Royals? No offense, Pat. A no hitter is <laughs> a no hitter, man. No hitter is a no hitter. I mean, it doesn't but matter. Yeah, at the end of the day, everyone's getting paid. Everyone's in the and everyone's in the big leagues. So yeah. 
So it's it's weird that the MLB chose to do that. I mean, and and then you're kind of getting you're kind of once again like diminishing a player and and not showing. Uh, it's kind of taking spotlight away from the. You can't say he's a no hitter. So weird. MLB is very weird. Um, and yeah, I, I think uh, I'm gonna end the. Well, I'm gonna. I, I really wanted to get the story out real quick. So yeah, we speak. It. A lot of Miami shit's been spoken. I was supposed to be in Miami a week or two ago. And um, two, three days, we had the Airbnb booked. We had uh, we had a boat scheduled. We had cabanas scheduled. We had, uh, obviously, flights. So we, and obviously, we, you have the, the, these days with COVID, you sometimes have to tell your employer you're going out of state. So a lot of shit has to go into going on a vacation these days. And we had it all done. We had it, and it was six of us, two, uh, three couples. One out of the six decides to uh, contract the COVID vaccine. I mean, contract the COVID infection. And it's kind of funny. This one, uh, one, this one of the six, was like the conspiracy theorists, like, oh, I'm not taking the the, the vaccine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's the one who uh, happened to get it, and 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 uh, so. Us as friends now, we're thinking, damn, bro, like, do we go like the four and just leave the two back home? Because and then they're out of all the money that they put in. They'll probably get flight credit back. But like anything else, they're screwed. I mean, we're it is. is. So before I tell you what we decided, what would you guys let's say my question? Easy, easy, easy. You guys have your dates. Mm -hmm. You guys. And then and then it's me and Erica. We're going it starts with a question. Here's my question. Number one. Let's say those two didn't go, but all of you guys actually let's say this. Let's say everyone decided not to go. Do you guys get the money back? Does everybody get their money back? When making the decision? Uh, I'm just saying, like, let's say since that guy can't go, you guys all decide not to go. Does everyone get their money back from the Airbnb XYZ? Eventually, um the uh so I'll finish the story then. We so we're like it's the night of, it's the night before. He's literally taking a rapid test the night before the trip, hoping he tests negative, hoping it was a false positive. It came out positive again. So obviously he's definitely positive. Now we um what we did was we weren't we weren't the Airbnb might have been like 2K. We were only going to get like 700 bucks back for the air. That's a hit. That's $1,300 that we're losing out. Yeah. If we were to cancel. So, and we're only getting 700 because we, we paid for insurance. If, if uh, So if it wasn't for insurance, we'd be getting zero. So um, what happened? We're talking back and forth with the Airbnb, blah, blah, blah. They, we're trying to switch the dates to a later date. So we can still use the, the 2000 that we've spent on the Airbnb, not lose out on that by just keeping the same Airbnb and switching it to another date in the same spot and same everything. We're having troubles. They want to charge us. They want to, uh, you know, charge us an extra. I think it was an extra $1,100, whatever. It was bad. At the end of it, they decided to, all right, we understand. Take, you can have a full refund. And then oh, that, nice. made, that made our decision a little easier. We ended up yeah. uh, just, you know, backing out and rescheduling something brand new. Yeah. 
I think that's what it comes <sighs> down to. If if you're able to get money back, then yes, you you reschedule because you don't want to leave the boy, you know, your boy behind. Yeah. But if it, if it was like they were giving you a hard time and said, we're not going to give you the money back, then I think your boy has to understand that, you know, they, you know, the show goes on. What I noticed, what's very important is the way that person acts. If he was an asshole about it, like, nah, y'all can't go without me. Nah, then I want my money back. Motherfucker, I would have been spiteful. I would have been like, motherfucker, you staying home. You, 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 the one with the COVID. Like, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. I'm out, and then you, you can come find me. Um, but nah, he was like super, like, yo, I understand. You guys should go have fun, like, blah. Yeah. blah. So you know, I think, it was, yeah. was like, damn, yeah, man. Like, I th- yeah, I would say like anything in life, you kind of want to meet in the middle. Yeah, and, uh, if you're able to meet in the middle, then that's what you do. But if if uh, if it doesn't work out so smoothly, then it kind of comes to, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think our hands were tied when when we weren't given the option to get a full refund and we had we were going to be out thirteen hundred bucks. I mean, we're not in a position to be losing that that kind of money. So uh, I'm glad it worked out. I'll be there May 21st um, for like four days. It should be fun. With the original crew. What's up? With everyone the original, original crew. crew. That, that's yeah, and that's the, and that's another point. Like we we made this trip uh, uh, w- with six of us, you know, with the intentions of being there with all of us. So it didn't feel like all the way right to go just four of us when the intention was always to go us six. The the Mets will be at the Marlins um, that weekend, and we will be there, so that should be fun. Um, so uh, we'll wrap it up there. Um, I'm oh whoa 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 guys 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 you forgot something uh, I have a, I have I have some news what's up and this is gonna be really good news um as of today the fried guys now have a call-in number this call-in number can be used to let your emotions go let your opinions out <laughs> and you get a special spot in our show so if I were you, I'd dial as soon as possible, 201-497-0355. First of all, we have some questions. And our first question is, did we make the right decision? Should we have uh, stayed or should we have gone to Miami? What would you have done? That's my first question. But our better question is going to be, what do you think about the Yankees? What do you think about Giancarlo? Call in. Tell us. The next time the Yankees, the next time Aaron Boone sits on his ass and doesn't do a, a damn thing, I want you to call 201-497-0355 and let us know how you really feel. The next time you're going through something, your girl just broke up with you. Don't call her. Call us. And you found out Bird and Sheen are in her DMs. <laughs> <laughs> when you find randy perez make sure you call please 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 call seven zero three five five save it in your contacts and just send us calls just you're bored send us a call let us know what's going on out there we need we need our foot soldiers and our our, our beloved listeners to be part of the show and we want and this is this is the only way we thought we could do it so we're gonna i'm gonna ask i hope we're gonna clip this and we're going to put it on an Instagram 
And I'm going to hope by next week we have we have some traction because, you know, we want we, we you know, I love Joe. I love Pat, but I love the fans a little more. And I hope I hope I hope you guys are down. So anything the uh, if you if you listen to this pod, anything you have an opinion on, anything you disagree with us, anything you 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 want to you know give props to Pat, give props to to Joe about something they say, give us a call. We'll take any call. If you have a question, if you have a remark, anything, just let your opinion out there. We're we're here to listen, and we're gonna we'll hopefully you know we'll have something to respond to. So. Does the uh, number accept picture messages? It's mm. not. It's it's a voicemail only. It's gonna be okay. mo- audio. Yeah. So it's a, it's just a voicemail. It's a phone number that I set up that will take your voicemails and just say your name and you know let us know what you got in your mind and uh, we'll definitely add you onto the show. Um, yeah. So thank you for listening, guys. Uh, follow us. I mean, thank you for continuing to follow us through our hiatus um and you know i hope you guys are glad we're back so anything joe before we go yo just keep rocking with us all right even if you know we we've been slacking lately but you know um we're, we're gonna keep it coming we're definitely gonna keep it coming Jets nation Jets nation baby Mets Zach nation. wilson pinstripe alley uh uh, you know, Yanks Mafia hasn't been so nice to me lately. So let's go Royals. Pat, Pat, welcomed me to the Royals family. So I've been, you know, I've been happy. We're in first place right now. First place. So. All right.